Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash cultural stew. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Cultural Stew Podcast, coming to you from the Goat Factory Media Entertainment Studios. Warning, we use adult language, and there may be spoilers ahead. Hello, and welcome to the Cultural Stew Podcast, episode 50, for the week of June 12th, 2020. My name is Ron Harkins Jr., and I am here with my co-host... Valerie Vidmar. Hello. How are Hello. you? How are you? I'm doing okay. Good to I hear. Am. We're having the today. World's, the world's burning, but we're all okay. I, we're okay. <laughs> I mean, homework is done. So we are technically done with school. That's good. Yeah. So that opens you up for the summer to, uh, not do a whole lot of stuff because a lot of stuff are still closed. That's right. We yeah. did actually have our anniversary and we're able to go out to dinner. That's um, right. So that was nice. We sat outside. There were three tables and we were the third. Nice. Congratulations on your anniversary. Oh, thanks. Yeah, we're, uh, New York's slowly coming and uh, turning the corner here with reopening stuff. Uh, don't know how long that's going to last with a lot of the other uh, places around the world kind of, you know, getting higher counts of everything. Are you talking <laughs> All the cases about- are going back up and hospitalizations are going up. So we'll see what happens with New York. I I have a fear that this phase three that we're now just about to open where you start allowing indoor restaurants and more personal care stuff, I I think we're going to trend the other way again. You know, one that I've been listening to um, this over the last couple of weeks has been uh, Daily Zeitgeist uh, podcast. um, And one of their hosts um, and how he's been dealing with it over the last week and how he's dealt with it his whole life. And I think just like hearing somebody's perspective like that is eye opening and seeing like their response to what is happening is eye opening. And then somebody today, uh, shared the Dave Chappelle, um, video clip, uh, eight forty six, Um, and I know like Dave Chappelle might rub up a couple of people the wrong way. He he's pretty brash in how he speaks, but I think if you have a half an hour's worth of your time, look up that YouTube video, 846. Um, it's pretty, you know, he spares no words. I'll, I'll put it that way. Okay. Um, but yeah, so let's move into our realm of things that we're better equipped to talk about. Sounds good. So uh, let's see what's uh, news in the media world we got. So, um, only a couple items of news from me today. Um, 
there is announced that there is going to be a new Evil Dead. This would make the Evil Dead series number four plus the TV series. Um, hmm. It's going to be called Evil Dead Now. And the biggest thing is there's going to be no Bruce Campbell. And Bruce is the, he's the, right. the, the main character in it. And uh, so without having him in there, it's going to be interesting, but he is going to be producing it alongside Sam Raimi, I believe. I wonder I a new Evil Dead. Yeah. It's called Evil Dead Now is going to be the title of it. Um, Have you seen anything? Seen anything what? Like clips or anything? No, no, no. They just kind of announced that they're in going into production with it. Right now, everything is, of course, is closed. And I think middle of July or no, is it next week? Because next week, California starts opening some of their studios. So okay. things are going to start going into production again. Um, and- but this just came out like middle of the week. Uh, the announcement that they're making a new one. And if anyone out there. Uh, over the age of probably 16, I guess, uh, has not seen Evil Dead. You should watch it. Yeah, I I, I like it. I like the, se- I, like the I, I like series it. of films, but I really like the TV series. Um, they did it on Stars. I think that it was at three seasons or four seasons. Um, and I just love it. I just, it's just, I mean, Bruce Campbell is just the guy. I mean, him as Ash is just makes my day. <laughs> I haven't seen that. So I'll have to look it up. Yeah, it's good. They're like, uh, I think they're like 30 minute episodes. So they're not like entirely long, but you know, they, they carry on from evil dead three and they carry on the story. Okay. And so at the end of, you know, spoiler alert <laughs> at the end of the series is him retiring from being the right. man. So evil dead now is taking off from the series. I was um, always a fan of the first one. So it was hard for me to the second one, and the third one were just like, okay. Yeah. Um, other news that I got, um, AMC, this is actually kind of a twofer on the AMC. So they announced they had a 2.2 billion dollar loss over the first quarter that's, of this year. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. And I think I had mentioned before that like there were talks that if they go into bankruptcy, that Amazon's out there looking for a movie chain to eat up and they'd kind of be a perfect fit for them. Uh-huh. So I don't know what's going to happen with this. Cause if they're at already at a $2.2 billion loss, um, they have announced that they're reopening globally beginning July 15th. And we'll have all of their theaters open by the end of July. Now, the problem I see with that is everybody moved their films to like November or next year. So what are they going to show that are going to bring people into the theater for the next three to four months? Well, there were, I'm sure there were movies that were ready that didn't. They all got moved. They've all been given new release dates. So unless those to me, movie that studios seems like an easy fix. Well, those Maybe movie not. studios would have to change all their marketing and to bring them back up to come back into the theaters. But I don't think 
I don't think there's going to be that many people going to the theater to keep them going. I know. And if they don't see that, oh, well, the people of the world are not going to swamp the theaters, why would anybody now move their movie up from November up to July where there's going to be nobody in the theater? I would assume that AMC, if they're going to do this, they better, you know, start releasing something. This is what we're going to be releasing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That would be ideal because there, I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing on the schedules that would draw me to the theater right now. No, but they could do fathom events. Yeah. They're going to have to figure out something. I mean, well, that's Cinemark normally. They got, they got to get, got to get something out there, especially if they're, you know, Hey, we're going to be open by the end of July everywhere, all of our theaters. I'm like, okay. Um, but like the California theaters, they're beginning opening June 12th, which is today. So oh. theaters are open in California. wonder what they're showing. I don't know. That's, that's we could probably figure that out. Yeah. But are, are they showing the stuff that we're at the theater three months ago that you can now get on any of the streaming properties? I mean, I'm not going to drag myself to a theater to see something I can see at home right now. So I what I would, what I would pref- love for them to do, you know, dig back into the eighties and nineties and pull out like the biggest hits, you know, like do That's a, exactly do a back thinking. to the future night, do a Jurassic park night, do an ET night, like those big awesome movies and like get the new remastered versions so that they're just fantastic and awesome. And, you know, drop your prices down a little bit and draw families in that you want to come in and get out of the house because I, the, I don't even think the theaters are going to be able to be, I think even then when they open, they're at 50% per theater. And so if you're talking like our local AMC theater, um, if you go to 50% in one of the theaters, you're talking like maybe 50 people per room. Cause I don't think there's over a hundred seats in any of the theaters with the recliners now. Huh? When I go to a Los Angeles AMC, I see nothing that's open. I mean, they say that they're temporarily closed. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if AMC is opening June 12th. I just know I, saw the headline that theaters were able to start opening June 12th. I wonder. I'm so curious as to what they're watching. Mm-hmm. Well, I will. Again, theaters reopening. There we go. Right here. Let's see here. I am doing a little. They're reopening with. They don't really tell you what movies are going to be shown. <laughs> so, I that's mean, a, it's uh, like, that's a new game to play. You go and buy a ticket. You have no clue what's going to be played. And it's like Russian roulette, but with movies. <laughs> and you are not and they lock the doors and you cannot leave no matter what movie they put on. <laughs> they just say, do you want to see an R rated movie, a PG 13, a PG or a G? Do you have children yeah, they, with you? <laughs> they don't say anything. 
That's really funny. I mean, not really funny, but whether they can, yeah, there's nothing. So anyway, we'll move on, I guess. Yeah. So uh, moving on for me is a new trailer. The only new trailer I've seen lately that is worth talking about, and that is... 25 years ago, you played a concert in front of the entire world. One month ago, you played in Barso, California for 40 people, most of whom were there for $2 taco night. Bill and Ted, what have you got to say for yourselves? Be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. <laughs> yes, that is right. Bill and Ted face the music. Um, what a weird world that I'm excited to actually like for a Bill and Ted trailer, but it's like how, the only trailer how, that we've got. How old? Sorry, how old were you when it first came out? Uh, I can't even remember what year that came out. Me neither. What was that? Ninety one, ninety two. I was so. I was such a nerd. I was not a Bill and Ted person. I mean, yeah. I knew Bill. Well, I, I'm assuming Bill's the blonde, right? Is Bill blonde? I can't even remember right now. It's been, it has been probably 20 years since I've okay, so seen Okay, so one these. of them is from the Lost Boys and the other one's Keanu Reeves. Yes. That's all I know. That's it. Yeah. So this movie supposedly, you know, and they get checked in on and they were supposed to be making uh, a difference in the world with the music and... Uh, they hadn't written that song, so they jumped to the future to steal the song from themselves, and madness ensues. But like I said, it's the only trailer that came out, so it was actually fun to like say, hey, we have a trailer to actually talk about that's not like something that's on streaming already or a streaming series. This is an actual film trailer. It's interesting so. that they actually went ahead in time and stole their own song instead of somebody else's. Yeah, and they, and they run across themselves in like a jail and they're all buffed out. So you have like buffed out Keanu and it's just, God, it's weird. It's funky, it, it, but it's Keanu. And it's just like, eh, I can kind of watch him in whatever he's in as long as it's not a romantic movie. <laughs> so, and I think he learned long ago to stop doing the romantic movies. I, he did okay with Diane Keaton. He worked, that worked for me, but that's okay. Uh, so moving on from trailers, uh, what do we got new in the streaming world coming up? A lot of things. Yeah. I mean, we have starting with, um, well, starting with Netflix, uh, we have the five bloods, um, that comes out June 12th and I have the trailer there so people can watch it. And Queer Eye season five, which lots of people watch. I don't, but a lot of people do. Uh, That starts June 5th, which it's already started. But in case you have missed it, it's already started. Now, Marcella, I I like that show. I don't know if you ever watched that show, but... um, I have not, no. It's actually really good. Anyway, it's season three uh, is June 14th. The Old Guard 
That's got Charlize in it. I'm sorry? That's the one with Charlize Theron in it, right? Yes. That is going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, July 10th, and I'll have the trailer on it for you. Uh, And you have the last one. Uh, Yeah, I saw this one uh, this morning. Uh, Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams, uh, uh, Eurovision. Fire of Song and Ice, I think, is the full title. Comes out June 26th, and it's a comedy of Will and Rachel being like Eurovision star going on to like a Eurovision <laughs> song contest thing. And they're like absolutely horrible. I can't, uh, so. I can't imagine this, but it, I'm assuming there's a trailer. Yeah. Yep. 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 There's a trailer. He's got long hair and they're, I think they're from Iceland. They're supposed to be from Iceland and they're really, really, really bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's got, um, Ooh, I'm missing his name right now, but he was he played the Beast in Beauty and the Beast. Um, in the original or in the no movie? in the remake? Oh, in the remake. Oh, it's um Dan Dan Stevenson. Dan Stevenson. So he um, loves is in him. that, and he plays their main competition in it. So well, she yeah, she used she loves him. It took me a second to like. I'm like, wait, I know him. I know him. I know him. <laughs> like, oh, that's so because he, he's completely different from anything you've seen him in. So it's like, wait a minute. Oh, oh that's who that is. <laughs> Your wife would know who he was immediately, probably. But why? Because <laughs> um, he was in, um, God, I'm thinking is upstairs, downstairs. It's uh, Downton Abbey. I recognize him from um, the FX FX, uh, show I watched, Legion. Oh, I haven't watched that because I have children with me half the time. Yeah. But But I recognized him from that first, but I'm like, well, she probably, I'm like, I'll just go with Beauty and the Beast because she'll know who I'm talking about. Nice. (laughs) And then we have Prime, Amazon Prime, Prime for short. Um, I just put Knives Out um, because in case anybody missed that in the movie theater, Captain America is in something else. And it's, it's listen to me. Uh, anyway, it comes out June 12th, which is what? Today. <laughs> today. It comes out today. So anyway, as you're listening to your this, favorite. it came out in the past. You, um, I enjoyed it. Oh, I I thought it was I thought it was clever enough to be enjoyable. I, I like I, I really liked again. the last like five ten minutes of it. I really liked. I like what how they pulled a couple things together. And uh, I missed the first part. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> so I think that seeing the first part will make a big difference. Yeah, and it just fills in a couple of the little details throughout the movie. But I mean, like I said, it wasn't a lot that you missed. Yeah, and then we I think it was mainly just you. I think you would ask me about the coffee cup. What's the deal right. with the coffee cup? So, yeah. But if you want a good laugh, or there's also I, a, um, I pulled up a, a YouTube video that I think was from like a month ago. Uh, Ryan Johnson kind of goes through some of the uh, the deliberate moves that he made that you might not have been paying attention to in knives out that kind of like lay things out early. Um, 
in some of his scene choices of how he's directing um, and how what's happening in the scene directs the actual flow of the, of the story. And I just thought it was kind of clever. I didn't watch the full thing cause I had to uh, skip out, but it's out there. Just look it up. It won't be hard to find. I'll see if I can find it and I can post it on here. Um, we also have an original. Um, it's 7,500 or yeah, 7,500. I'm not quite sure how they want us to pronounce that. It already came out on the 9th, but Hulu, uh, Love Victor. Um, that's a series premiere uh, on June 19th. It's an original series that focuses on like a, a new student in high school, Victor, who is played by I, I, Michael Simino. I don't know him. Um, and the series follows his journey of like self-discovery and facing challenges at home and the struggle with all his and his sexual orientation. And then he reaches out to Simon when it seems too difficult for him to navigate through high school. So it looks like there's, you know, there was love Simon. Um, and now there's love Victor, which is a series. So. Okay. So they are related. They're related. Gotcha. Um, I saw, I love Simon. I liked it. Okay. And, uh, moving over to Apple TV. See, uh, we got, Defending Jacob uh, came out several weeks ago, but all the episodes are out now. Was it, it, was it slowly released? uh, They generally release like, I think one episode a week. Sometimes they release the first two or three and then release one a week. Okay. So I, that's been their typical. I don't know if they did with this show or not, but I watched all of them. In two nights, I think I, I stayed up way too late because I read the book and the book was, the book was, well, I listened to the book through uh, Audible, but uh, the book was so good. I couldn't, I could barely do anything. We were on vacation and it was, <laughs> I had my ear, my uh, buds in my ears, like half the time it was really terrible. But uh, this one, another Chris Evans movie, and the, and then and we have another, we have another uh, Downton Abbey gal, Michelle Dockery, is in this, and then their son is Jaden Martell. So uh, the book was by uh, William um, Landay or Landay. That was excellent. So if you, I would. I would always say read the book first, but I think the book really gives you a lot more. Uh, but I felt that the series, the series struggles a bit with keeping the viewer, um, from feeling like they know what's going to happen. I'll say that. Like, I feel that if you watch it, you're, you kind of are like, okay, we know what happened here. 
um, which unfortunately the book did not do. Okay. The book did a much better job of keeping us from, from really feeling it out. But I still recommend Defending Jacob. Okay. So we snuck that in up here. <laughs> uh, so other stuff coming out to streaming. Uh, Disney Plus Artemis Fowl comes out today. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to probably put that on tonight and watch that. Um, it's definitely, I, I watched the trailer. I will say that it's definitely kind of like an older kids movie. Yeah, because, this was supposed to be their um, Disney's new, like, let's try to get this series going kind of thing. It's like a teen thing. So. I mean, I I watched it. And I felt like my girls, for instance, even though Zoe's 10 and she watched all the Marvel movies, this still, I think, would freak her out a little bit. Well, it's I'll let you know how it is. <laughs> okay. Uh, HBO, uh, HBO Max. You got a couple on there. Yeah. They have I May Destroy You, which I'll put the, uh, I mean, it's released June 7th, so it's been going. But I'll put the trailer on there for you so that you can decide whether you want to watch that one. Um, Search Party. Search Party, I have never heard of which I'm kind of irritated by because this is season three and it's going to be released June 25th. So maybe I have time to catch up, but because if you put in Hitchcockian paranoia, I mean, I'm instantly drawn in. (laughs) Yeah. And it's got the, I think the girl from Arrested Development's in that. Yeah. The daughter. Uh, And it's a legal thriller. Um, So, I think that that looks good. I think I might try to jump in there and try to get the first two seasons. But for the people that are fans, it starts up June 25th. Yeah. And another one that launched right at uh, day of release, uh, Love Life, I think with Anna Kendrick. I think that is one of the ones that just got released. Um, there's a bunch, um, we talked about them in the last episode that are coming out that I'm looking forward to, like the Perry Mason, uh, Lovecraft, Lovecraft County, country, one of the two, um, are two other ones that I'm looking forward to, but they're, we got a little wait before they come out. Love life. I I think it, I think it's love life. It was, there was a couple that were like day of like, Hey, here's a brand new original because that that's what their hope is with HBO max is, is just drop originals out. So like, love life is, is it a max one? Yeah, it's on the HBO max side. So if you had okay. HBO now, you now have HBO max. And if you have HBO go, you can kind of transfer over to HBO max. If you have AT&T, you can get a free trial. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of things that you can just kind of like try out HBO max and, um, if you like it, it actually has yeah. a lot of good stuff on there. It has a lot of old stuff too. So like, mm-hmm. you know, my daughter's, I said this last time is that she's really into friends. And so it has the whole catalog of friends on there. If you're into Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, it's got the whole catalog of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, mm-hmm. 
it's got the whole catalog of Rick and Morty and Doctor Who. Um, so we're we're now finishing up catching up on the episodes we missed of the last season of Doctor Who, and I'm just starting up on Rick and Morty just because there's so much Rick and Morty and cultural life that I'm just like, I need to figure out what the hell is going on. What is Rick and Morty? It's a adult cartoon. Um, I think, which guy was it? The guy behind um, Community is one of the writers on it, creators okay. of it. So, but it's definitely not, definitely not a child cartoon. <laughs> After watching the first episode, I'm like, yep, that's, uh, yeah, no. so it's it's late night adult cartoon okay um oh you know what go ahead yeah but yeah yeah there's a lot of rick and morty in in culture role life that so did we pass up we did can i go back to hulu Do you mind if I go back to Hulu? Okay, so Normal People came out. That's what I watched. Um, Normal People is a is a is a novel, and that was turned into a I would say like a little mini series, and I really liked it. I just want to stress that if you are someone who likes BBC shows where people take time to think or they take their time processing feelings. It's not like a fast talking show. This is definitely not for children at all, Um, but it follows two kids who... I would say fall in love, um, but they're from completely different groups in, in high school. Like she's not even in a group. Um, and it follows them through college and after. And I really enjoyed it. It's very different. It's Jason sat and watched it for, oh, 25 minutes and then said, I can't do this. <laughs> He's like, this is too emotional for me. This, I, I, no, I can't do it. But um, it's the back and forth between these two. So I recommend it for anybody who really likes to dig into the pulp of like young love and going through all that ache and pain. I don't know why I like it, but I, I do. But um, I do recommend it. So it's on Hulu right now. And it's called Normal People. All right. Okay, sorry. That's okay. Don't have to apologize. It's your show. And moving on. Uh, Yeah, moving on is just kind of a reminder. uh, Peacock streaming service launches July 15th. That's NBC streaming service. Um, And then later in July, we'll be getting Umbrella Academy Season 2 on Netflix. And Hamilton, we are only a couple weeks away from... Being able to watch that on Disney Plus on July third, yay! So it'll probably our next show will probably be after that. Um, at this rate, so yeah, we'll we'll be able to discuss how well they did on Hamilton. <laughs> and we just got uh, 
our RBTL theater listing here. I, uh, I noticed uh, it was coming back, right? It's coming back. Dear Evan Hansen is coming back for a second chance to try to avoid the uh, <laughs> virus. Yeah. But uh, yeah, even, even those theaters, uh, the first shows don't even start until after the first of the year. If you had tickets, do you, are they, you still have tickets? I doubt it. There's probably really? some refund program in stock. Huh. They they can't move that. They can't move it like that. That's the easiest thing to do is just to say, Hey, here's your refund on your, your system or donate it or whatnot. Because Rochester Philharmonic. Uh, they, that's what they did. They honored everybody's tickets. Yeah. It, they've got the money to do it. It's a little harder with the smaller theaters that like kind of rely on like the money you get from one kind of goes to fund the next show kind of thing. There's a big difference in the way they run. (laughs) Right. Uh, So yeah, um, that's what's uh, coming up on the streaming world. Um, And uh, Valerie snuck in a couple of her recommendations that she's watched so far. Um, So we're going to move into wreck or run recommendations you're gonna <laughs> recommend them or run away from them so right. yeah you, say, t- you touched a little, little Jacob, i already said yeah i would say go um and then i went back to 2016 and watched a film went called, back in time yeah um 13th um which Deals with the 13th uh, Amendment, the Constitution. Um, well, that's directed by, that was Ava DuVernay. Duke. Oh, I can't say her name right. Yes, but her. Yeah. And it deals with a lot of things. I, I highly recommend watching it. It's only an hour and 40 minutes. Um yeah, uh, Ava DuVernay. Yeah, she explores the um, histories, the history of racial inequality in the United States. She they they start from the beginning, they and then they go through. It's it's very. A lot of people said that they felt like there were too many things coming at them, too many facts, too many. You know, I kept up with it just fine. I felt like they needed to put in a lot of information and then they uh, focused on the fact that the nation's prisons are disappropriate. Uh, I can't say that word. Well, the disproportionate. Thank you. Uh, filled with uh, African-Americans. So it's, it is shocking. It's uh, educational. I felt I felt horribly disappointed in some people that I looked up to. I'll say that um, things that I did not know. It's it, they did a really really good job. I feel embarrassed that I hadn't watched it before. So. I definitely say get over to Netflix, watch 13th. Um, 
because they really do a great job of going through the history of yeah, a lot and, of things. And there's there's a lot of stuff in there that like we just don't learn about unless you no dig into stuff and learn about yourself. And I saw a, a tweet today that basically summed up like some of the things feelings I've been feeling lately of just like, you know, whose history are we teaching? And it's like, I look back at like the history that I learned of the world is mainly centered around the white man and the white world of, uh, how we've grown up, you know, there, and that came, that tweet came about because one of his friends had only learned about the Tulsa, uh, massacre from watching Watchmen. And I'll be honest, that is the first time I ever heard about it. The 1921 Tulsa race massacre. But yeah, the 13th Amendment obviously deals with the fact that uh, that that was the, which is 1865, which abolished slavery throughout the United States. They're basically saying, well, it didn't. So, yeah. It's it's pretty amazing what we don't know. I was I was extremely educated. So, um, well, what yeah. else? Um, so yeah. Oh, so that's definitely a recommendation, correct? Yeah, okay. it is definitely recommendation. And then I watched Glory uh, Road. I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna give up one of mine, and then you can come back and do one of yours. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Go back and forth here. Oh, and hi. Yeah, so she gave a recommendation. I'm going to give one that you can feel free to run away from. Um, This came out on Netflix last week. It's called Last Days of American Crime. And I'm not even going to justify this with a here's who's in it, here's who's directed it. It's complete garbage. Um, It is also now on Rotten Tomatoes with a 0%. (laughs) Um. It's just absolute trash, you know, the, the premise of it being, um, in like 24 hours or 36 hours or whatever it was, a signal will be played over all these things that makes man no longer do criminal acts. And so all the criminals are doing all their bad deeds before this runs out and you can't leave the United States before this time period or else you're like shot and you know, like. They talk about it like this NBA player that sold all of his fortunes, tried to fly across the thing and got shot down over Canadian airspace. I'm just like, this is just <laughs> stupid. And it just, it got worse. It didn't get better. Um, I don't know why I sat through the whole thing, but there was nothing else on, I think at that point. So it just kind of stumbled through it. But um, if you see that in your recommendations, run away, run away as fast as you can. No doubt. And you? Oh, okay. I didn't know if you want me to go. Um, last night we watched Glory Road from 2006 because um, I was trying to uh, show the girls some some movies that seemed to work with the times that we're in. Um, this happened in 1966. And it was Texas Western coach uh, Dan Haskins who led the first all-black starting lineup for a college 
basketball team uh, at the NCAA championship. So Josh Lucas plays Don Haskins. And I had never seen this movie. We really liked it. It was great. It's a great movie. Um, And I had never heard of the 1966 team. So that's another one to watch and be educated. I'm not very much into sports, I'll admit. So a lot of people probably already know about it, but I didn't. Have you watched Remember the Titans? Yes. Will you watch that too? Denzel. Okay. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, So a recommendation that I'm going to give is Space Force. Um, We watched that uh, when that released last week. Uh, It's Steve Carell's new um, piece, (laughs) his new show, uh, where he basically is the commander of the Space Force. Um, If you've been paying any attention politically, you know that uh, we have a Space Force now, and this show was kind of developed around that same time as that coming out and how much of a joke it is that there's a Space Force. Um, It's filled with some brilliant actors um, and comedians that kind of flush out. Um, There's moments of sincerity in it, um, mixed in with some goofballness that um, are, are well known. One of my favorite parts of the show watching it is actually when um, they go right out and uh, basically slam some conspiracy theories. They, you know, they have a, a 90 year old Senator sitting there talking about how the flat the earth is. And they just completely debunk him in the middle of a congressional debate. Like, you know, no, it's not flat. Da, da, da. And it happens like three or four times throughout the show. And then the mysterious uh, president, which you never see, but you know for a fact what president they're referring to because he sends everything in text message or tweets. So, oh, um, it's short. Um, I liked it. Um, I've been hearing some mixed reviews, but in light of everything else that's going on in the world, it's a nice distraction. So it was a, a good distract. It was a good distraction for the plague. I don't know if it's a good distraction from the conversation of what else is going on, but it's a, uh, it's a series, um, eight episodes, 10 episodes short. Oh, okay. But got it. it's got, um, Steve Carell's in it. Um, uh, Phoebe, 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 Lisa Kudrow <laughs> is in it. Uh, John Malkovich is in it. Um, wow. Nice and power hitters. Yeah. And one of my favorites, um, I'm going to mess up his name. So if you've seen Silicon Valley, uh, the Chinese guy from Silicon Valley is in this without an accent and is hilarious. And they kind of gravitate a little bit more to him and, uh, the female helicopter pilot at the end. Um, but yeah, I just enjoyed it. It was a nice getaway escapism. So I recommend that one. Um, another one that I'd recommend, um, me and my wife watched this one, um, over on FX, um, breeders. Um, you can, if you have Hulu, you can watch it on, on Hulu cause they carry the FX stuff, but, uh, it's got Martin Freeman in it from 
if you know him from the office or you know him from the Hobbit. Um, yeah, it's about uh, basically a couple that got married or didn't get married. They got together, had a kid, then had another kid. And now it's them basically living with those children and how they kind of drive you up the wall and, you know, some of the unspoken things that sp- parents may say that don't come out. And, uh, <laughs> there are some really great pieces of comedy in it. Um, it is very adult oriented. It's not meant to be watched with children. Uh, there is some strong language and, uh, substance or not substance. Um, subjects is the word I'm thinking of. Uh, but I like the mix of like heavy hitting comedy mixed with like real world stuff that's thrown in there. Like, Oh shit. Yeah. You know, this is a really funny situation and all of a sudden they turn it on its head and it's like, Oh, that'll make you think there for a second. Um, but I think it's a pretty solid series personally for me. Cool. It sounds good. And what else you got? I have, I read, I read or listened, you know, when I say I read, it's audible. Um, Michelle Obama's book, Becoming, and Netflix put on Becoming, which she made into a documentary about, I wouldn't say that it was a documentary that um, follows the book. You're going to find out so much more in the book. This is just about sort of after the book comes out, um, her life and how the book affects people and some of the uh, interviews she goes on uh, and the former president Barack Obama is on there, which is always nice to see. And the positivity that it you know, how, how it really affected people. Um, if you like Michelle Obama, then you're going to like the documentary. My daughter, well, Zoe loves her. And so, um, we watched that. That was, that's, that was good. Um, if you don't like her, then don't watch it, but we recommend it. All right. Um, so another recommendation and another recommendation uh, would be DC Stargirl from me. I say that cautiously as I think the show still needs to find its legs. This is one of the DC Universe's original shows, um, but they're kind of tying it into the CW stuff. So we'll see how that all works itself in. Uh, but as of right now, I'm okay with it. I've enjoyed the first couple episodes, but there's nothing like grabbing me to like, Hey, if this didn't come for back for a second season, I wouldn't be that, um, depressed about it. Um, I am however, looking forward to doom patrol season two, which is another one that's supposed to be coming out shortly. Um, and I've talked about this before. If you haven't seen killing Eve, go out and see it. It's a hilarious show. Um, I really like it. It's on BBC AMC. Um, yeah, just go watch it. 
Um, and then while I was watching last days of American crime, after I finished up that Netflix, didn't think I had enough abuse for the day and they decided to recommend killing Gunther. And for some reason I just continued to watch it and it's bad. Run away from it. There is Arnold is in it towards the end. Um, the rest of it is just kind of goofy. You know, it's about, uh, a bunch of assassins, teaming up together to take out the world's number one hitman who warning, warning. is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that's my... You're not a big fan of Arnold. <laughs> you know that. I can't stand the man. Uh, so yeah, if Killing Gunther or Last Days of American Crime come on your recommendation, I suggest you just run away. They're not worth watching. I've watched mm-hmm. them for you. They suck. Um, <laughs> they're really, really bad. He's saving uh, you time in your life. Yeah. Uh, one that I, I recommend though is lovebirds. I found that to be funny, an interesting twist on what you think is a lovey dovey movie at the beginning turns into kind of like a, uh, not so much a revenge heist, but like a, how would, I don't even know how to describe it. Like a mm-hmm. revenge whodunit type thing. Like to you know, catch like, a thief? Yeah, sort of. But they okay. know who the guy is. They're just going through like how to catch him. Okay. And so they break up at the beginning of the movie and then it's, they're stuck in a impossible situation and trying to figure out how to get out of that situation. And in the process of trying to figure out where this guy is and capture him because of what happened at the beginning of the movie, they basically fall back in love with each other and like find out they're actually meant to be with each other. Um, but it's an interesting, what's that? An adult show. Yes, 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 yes. Very adult. Okay. Very adult. Uh, yeah, I'm just thinking of a scene. Yes, very adult. Yes, uh, but it's got uh, Camille uh, from Silicon Valley is in it. Mm-hmm. And the female lead, I, oh, man, I, I had this written down and it disappeared. Um, I've never seen her before. So, but she was great in it. She's a, uh, comedian and the two work well. they have good chemistry together. Like I said, it really, it starts out like it's going to be like, Oh, here's a love bird, lovey dovey movie. And it just flips everything on its head. And yeah, it's got a couple good scenes in it. So what else you got? I'm done. I mean, you're we, done. Okay. Well, I mean, I could say more. that we watched end game, but you guys have talked about end game. Yeah. So we uh, finished up Marvel and now my daughter's depressed. So, I mean. She's depressed. She's just. Yeah. As in she needs something else to watch like, to take she the needs time. More, no, she needs more of the same. Like we need the same people. We need more. So she wanted mm. to watch. She watched this Infinity War again and again. Um, I personally like Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier is my favorite. That's my, I love that movie. That's Winter a Soldier movie. and Civil War are my favorites. 
It's great movies. Um, my friend Leslie is just just hanging herself now, probably. Um, <laughs> I didn't she, do it. I didn't do it. She did it on her own. <laughs> I did it on my own. And our dog, get ready, has a Spider-Man collar. Oh, awesome. Because she loves Tom Holland so much. That's all we hear about. So I got a Tom Holland collar for her, but she also likes Loki, but she wants the other dog to be named. If we, the next dog we get, <laughs> she says we're naming it Loki. Jason says we're not. She's getting her, a roadmap of animal names ready. Well, she loves Loki. I, I like Loki very Who much too. doesn't like Loki? I know Kendra I like, really likes Loki. <laughs> yeah, she does like, loves Loki. I understand. I mean, I get it. Yeah, and he's getting his own show, so. I know, I'm so excited. I cannot have, believe that I am excited, yeah. that excited about yeah. a and show. You get, and you get Winter Soldier and Falcon together oh, for a show, too. Oh, gosh, because her little sister, Mackenzie, my niece, she loves Bucky. Um, Winter Soldier, Bucky, same mm-hmm. diff. Um, she loves that actor, so. Yeah. Yeah. I like mature Bucky. I don't like, I don't like pre-war Bucky. I like mature Bucky. Yeah. Well, she likes the actor period. Just like Zoe watched like every Tom Holland video she can on YouTube. It's ridiculous. But this is what these movies do to you. Hey, especially when you watch them all, you're like, oh, there's a nice story thread that they figured out how to bring it all together and then they hit you in the gut with it about 15,000 times in Endgame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I cried. And I'd uh, seen it before. So, uh, so yeah, moving on, uh, another one that I'm going to recommend you run away from. I didn't enjoy it. Thought it was stupid was uncut gems. I really had high hopes for this cause I thought it was going to be a better movie and it just felt like I was watching a bunch of noise. Um, that's the one with Adam Sandler in it. Um, yes. but it was All supposed right. to be, it's him in a serious take. It's got him in it and Adina Mazel's in it. Uh, really? yeah, she's his, his wife. It took me like, she came on screen and I was like, I was thrown off. I'm like, wait, that's I know that. Weird. I know that voice. Cause I heard, you know, I know her speaking voice better than I know what she looks like. And right. they're like, Oh, yep. That's a Nina. Um, but yeah, I actually, I, I turned this movie off about three quarters of the way through. Wow. I'm just like, no, yeah, I'm not, it's not worth my time to even finish the movie. Got it. So it just, and the way the movie is made feels like a bunch of noise. Like the whole first like 10, 20 minutes, it's just so much stuff going on. Auto, auditorially mm-hmm. that's nice word. not the right word but you get my picture that it just messes it's just like yeah, this is just such a mess it's too much especially too much for sitting on the couch and trying to to watch something right it might have been a different experience in the theater but definitely not on the couch right and then scrolling through youtube this past week and i just happened upon josh gad's reunited apart and if you haven't seen any of Josh Gad's Reunited Apart, I suggest you go and check him out. 
he's been basically during the uh, coronavirus uh, pandemic where we're all cracked up and sticking at home. He's been going out and getting all of the cast and crew members of various films. So he's done Goonies, uh, Back to the Future, and Lord of the Rings. And I happened to catch the one with the Lord of the Rings this last week. And, you know, it's like, was it half an hour long or an hour long of basically a Zoom call with all the cast members and Peter Jackson and this is right at my alley. I am about to freak out. This and is probably I, I just I'm... sat there and when you just see like oh, actor cool. after actor and you're at like, oh, they haven't brought in. And then that person comes in. I'm like, oh, I knew I'd really like to. Oh, and then that person comes in. And by the end of it, you're like, I don't so think they forgot this... a single freaking main actor in the whole that's, thing. That's fantastic. Is it on YouTube? Yeah. So just That's look up Josh Gad. Yeah, just look up Josh Gad's uh, YouTube. And, Great uh, recommendation. Great recommendation. It's reunited apart. Super excited. And he's hitting all the movies that I love. You know, he's done Goonies. He's done Back to the Future. His next one is Ghostbusters. And, huh. well. you know, he's already, you know, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Hudson, um, Annie Potts, uh, Ivan Reitman, and his father are both. So, like it's got everybody in it that's alive that can still right. be on it. Um, but the Lord of the Rings, when I watched that and it just like it hit something in me that night, I'm just like, you know what? Ugh, I need to go back and watch the movies. And I so those. I we, own those movies. We spent Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday, three nights in a row. <laughs> um, so the first night, Emma and Riley both sat there and watched the first one with me. And then to my surprise, my youngest stuck it out and watched the second and third with me. That's pretty impressive. The second and one she, is hard. Like, didn't move. I mean, and when I told her, I'm like, yeah, the last one's like three and a half hours long. She's like, whoa. Like, yeah, just be glad these aren't the extended editions, which are almost four hours long. My girl sat and watched Gone with the Wind with me. Yeah, but, um, which but is, yeah, we just... We just watched the Lord of the Rings trilogy and it just, it felt good watching it again, especially in that setting where like you can afford to do it three nights in a row That's because life's not busy right now. So it's like, you know, let's just watch it. (laughs) I think that's great. My family does that. I mean, um, my St. John family, they do that a lot. So that would be Wendy, the one, you know, Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, her family. So yeah, speaking I think of not- Gone with the Wind, I will say that even though HBO dropped it, uh, Apple TV picked it up. Um, you've probably, have you ever seen Well, HBO dropped it because they're going to be re-releasing it with a forewarning disclaimer. That's ridiculous. No, nah, I don't think it is. Okay. If you, if you listen to the conversation that's out there of why, I understand it. Okay. Yeah. You know, it, it, I I think I understand your your approach from it too, but it you know, going with the sitting back and listening to the people that you know, it's making light of some things and it was a movie that was written a long time ago. 
It was when it was a acceptable. Book that was written a long time ago. But you know, it's got things in it that were acceptable to people, but there shouldn't be. I guess so. I I have been watching that movie since I was in junior high. I don't know. I guess I watched it. I knew who won Academy Awards. Um, I, I guess I didn't mean, I guess I watched it probably, I guess I did watch it ignorantly. I just watched it as a kid, you know, I just had it flow over me as my children did, I suppose. I so. never really liked the movie to begin with. I thought it was Jason boring. Jason hates it. Because it's just depressing, 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 depressing. And it's so far like, nothing. <laughs> he's like, nothing good happens in this movie. Yeah. The only cool thing I, I saw about that movie was the, the use of, that was the first one I learned about how they do um, the matte drawings and laying them in there for the backgrounds. So they film a little, small little scene and the rest are all just painted. Hmm. I it was pretty cool so i think that's kind of our our recommendations and runaways for the week uh-huh you All have right. games yes games so one of the most important things happened this week in the gaming world i mean uh playstation 5 finally got a release of the preview last night so we were able to actually see what the new playstation 5 looks like i think it looks cool I wish it was black, but it's not. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they'll have a black version of it. So it doesn't kind of stick out in my living room because I like the kind of black. So it can hide. I might even think about painting it if I need to. Um, really? If I need to. Yeah. Everything, everything by my TV is all black and dark. So nothing distracts from the, uh, the TV itself. Wow. What? Okay. That's cool. I mean, it, all you have to do is mask it off and spray paint it. Right. And just uh, think it's interesting. Yeah. I just don't like things distracting me from my focal point. My eyes tend to wander. But anyways, the PlayStation 5 preview, um, they didn't really delve into too many of the specs other than like it's going to have a uh, top of the line SSD. So like game speed loading is going to be right up there. Um, they're bringing in the ray tracing. Um, I already talked about the kind of the, the unreal engine, um, in the last, uh, episode. If you haven't seen that YouTube video, go watch the unreal engine. Nothing that they showed of the, I think there was like 26 games that they showed off. Um, I don't think any of them were using the unreal engine, uh, but the lighting system, uh, being able to be brought in, now, uh, some of the games that they did show were, uh, of my favorites, uh, Horizon looks amazing, Gran Turismo 7, uh, the cars, rendering of the cars in the environment, off the charts. Um, so there was a couple of ones that stuck out to me. There's a lot of little stuff um, out there. You know, Hitman 3 is coming out, a remaster of Grand Theft Auto. Um, and I hope that the stuff that are just coming out 
soon, like Last of Us 2, which comes out on the 19th, and Ghost of Tsushima comes out on the 17th. I hope that uh, they benefit from a PS5 upgrade uh, since they're so close. Did you get one? No, they won't be released till uh, Christmas time. Oh, did you haven't put the I'm sorry. They haven't put out the official, like, this is when they're going to be released, but, but even like the, so the controller has like haptic feedback and adaptive triggers. So like you feel stuff in the the controller better than just the straight vibration that it has now. Got it. So, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I I thought the preview was kind of cool. Preview is online on YouTube about an hour long, uh, Wow. Since, yeah. That's about an cool. hour long, I think. But delve into a couple, about, like I said, 26 games. And since you were talking about Spider-Man earlier, they uh, showed the next Spider-Man version. I already talked about the Spider-Man game, mm-hmm. I don't know, last year or two years ago. Uh, the next Spider-Man game is going to be Spider-Man Miles Morales. And cool. the opening trailer for that they didn't show much, but they showed just enough to make you like, uh, drool a little bit and like see the benefits of the new environment. And yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm not sure I can talk my husband into getting a PlayStation or not. Well, if I get a PlayStation five, my PlayStation four will be available. Okay. I'll put it that way. That sounds fantastic. As long as the place. Yeah. I mean, I don't use discs anyway, so everything's digital. That's cool. So, and the PlayStation 5 will be also able to play 4K. Blu-ray. Oh, that's cool. So, I that's, know that's Xbox has been able to do it for a while. But I'm not a big Xbox fan, so PlayStation being able to do it finally is nice because it'll be like, oh, I can finally get rid of the other DVD player and not have like 50,000 different inputs for everything. Yeah. Even though bad. I have room for it, it just gets annoying. <laughs> right. So... Um, I will say that right now Nintendo is having a sale, a summer sale that is until six sixteen. So I don't know. Go in there and find some. I found Unravel too, which I haven't played the first one, but Harper and I played this this morning for two hours. Had a great time after we yelled at each other for a couple times. <laughs> We get a little irritated. It's like, we you just, you know, it's kind of funny. Um, we really enjoyed it. And then I got this, I don't know if you know anything about it, but it's called Voez. And I'm sure a lot of people know about it, but I didn't. And it looked interesting. I mean, there's a lot of ones on there that I personally, I, I mean, you've heard of, but I like are not my thing. Like Skyrim is on there. Um, there was one I almost got, but I didn't, um, which I can't even pronounce or Ori, Ori. Um, but there are some pretty good deals, like 50% there. It is up to 50% off, but there's, I'm sure there's a lot of games on here that I just don't, know what they are (laughs) but go on nintendo and take a look and um hopefully you'll get a deal cool 
Hopefully we can get this up before then. Are you calling me slow? No, it's me. <laughs> uh, what do we got in the uh, book world? Anything new? Audible? Anything? I, well, I wasn't prepared because I normally have my, and I, my, everything goes out of my brain. Um, so tell you what, I will put them in the notes. My, my, like what you should read, what you should, or listen to. I'll put them in the notes for you because my brain can't hold that much. I normally have my phone here, but I don't have it. So, but the, yeah, there's a couple that there that are, uh, I really enjoyed. Okay. So sorry about that. Well, I think that just about wraps us up or closing in on uh, kind of what's on our radar and what's on our queue. Um, there hasn't been too much out there to put in this section. Uh-uh. Um, so I'm, I'm out looking for some, some new scores to listen to. Haven't been running across too much. So I think a lot of those are being under delayed as well. Um, so in the meantime, I've been kind of listening to a little bit of brass house music, which is kind of like funky, jazz loud trumpets and horns and cool just funk i like that and it's it's been fun running to over the last couple weeks it's different it gets my mind out of things um Mm -hmm. but yeah i haven't really found too much interesting to listen to over the last couple months so i kind of gravitated towards that i'm like okay well this is working for now we'll see (laughs) um but on my queue, uh, definitely, I think we're going to check out Artemis Fowl probably as soon as we're done with this. Uh, search Party is on my queue and going through Rick and Morty. Um, other than that, just trying to figure out what else is out there and anything else worth watching before some of this shows start popping up in July. Yeah, I'll probably just take some right off your list, actually. So that's what this uh, show is for. <laughs> so I'm glad some of those came what up you can stay I, away from and what you can run towards <laughs> yeah I'm really excited about some of them so that's cool but yeah you can find us at normal at culturalstew.net at culturalstew.net on twitter and culturalstew on facebook you can find all of our personal social media handles on our site so we don't have to sit here and yell them out every time so with that, we bid you adieu. See you later. Just wait. Juice it up, push it up. Till the speaks in the car start breaking up. Got solid gold kicks when we're rocking up. Just wait. So Chris, I don't try, don't miss. Please see our show notes for details on what the outgoing song is and who it is by. And also, as always, if you have a piece of music that you'd like us to play or consider playing, please contact us today. Don't wait in line if we're showing up.
so straight. So crisp, I don't try, don't miss, get high, it's a dish. This is how we start the fire. Get wild, flip the switch, all ice, make a wish, I try on the list. This is how we start the fire. 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 Like what you've heard? Want to continue to hear more? Please consider Patreon. What is Patreon, you ask? Patreon is a content creator support site, a way for people to support the things they love and allow creators to continue creating the content that they love. Please consider heading over to patreon.com slash gfmedia and becoming a Patreon supporter today.